listening to Insights, the behavioural podcast for elite corporate leaders and sports professionals. If you're looking for exceptional performance and taking your career to the next level, then this show is a shortcut for you. Hey leaders, today's podcast is, have that sinking feeling the great technician won't be a great leader? You're probably right. A senior leader we'll call Angela was concerned. Jeremy, the best technician in her team, had been a high performer for a series of years now. He had overachieved in every task that Angela and the business had set him, and he was ambitious. He also had been on the Quantum High Performance Program for the last three years, and by all accounts, Jeremy was going places. Angela was excited for him and a strong sponsor of his career growth and development. The natural step was for Jeremy to move into her role, which she was targeted to move out on within the next six months. Angela was both excited for Jeremy and concerned. She had a real worry that the skills that had made him successful and built his reputation were not the same skills required to be successful in her role. You see, Jeremy was was great at driving projects through to completion, being autonomous in his decision-making, and working till it got done with a high level of detail. He developed the reputation of, if it can't be done, Jeremy can do it. All great traits of a technician, but not directly related to great leadership. Angela knew Jeremy was smart. She'd had discussions with him about the difference in roles, and he appeared to get it. Of course he did. He's a smart guy and ambitious. But Angela was worried about what had made him successful could derail him in the new role. She spoke with HR about providing some resources regarding what leadership really looks like and how best to transition from being technically successful to a more complex role of engaging, leading, and influencing. Fast track six months, and Jeremy did take Angela's role. The first 14 or so weeks went off without a hitch, but around week 20, the murmurs about Jeremy's style and approach started to surface. What everyone loved was his passion for the role, his drive to do a top quality job and his attention to detail. But the impact of those positive traits started to see him to get a reputation for being critical and hard to please, having really high expectations of others and micromanaging to get things right, which disempowered his team and caused delays in delivery. Jeremy's new manager knew that where there was smoke, there was likely to be fire and asked us to meet with Jeremy for a cup of coffee to see how he thought he was travelling in the new role. At the meeting, and to no surprise, Jerry thought things were going great. He loved the new role, loved his team, loved the projects they were working on and being driven to succeed. He was determined to prove to the business that they had made a great choice by putting him in charge of the department. Halfway through our discussion, we started to ask some very targeted questions about the changes in role and the change in what he valued and his behaviours. It was then that the penny dropped and Jeremy sunk into the chair. He began to realise that he was valuing the same measures of success as in his old role, 
He hadn't recalibrated and that his behaviours were identical to the role where he had much more hands-on expectations. That he was still trying to get the task right rather than getting the people right. The questions which changed Jeremy's awareness were, number one, what are the critical drivers of success for the new role? Number two, what behaviours that had previously built his reputation on now needed to be adjusted? Number three, what traits did he overvalue, which came natural to him, which now limited his success? Number four, what was the reputation he was developing without his awareness? And number five, how did he manage the increase in complexity of relationships? As an outcome of targeting Jeremy's awareness, he gained clarity on what the key elements were for success in heading up the department. After nine months in the role, Jeremy decided that such a shift wasn't for him. The move from a strongly technical role to a role focused on enabling teams, managing stakeholders, and this change was not as satisfying to him as having more direct control over a project. Jeremy moved to a technical specialist role where he was hands-on and able to mentor and grow emerging talents through the hands-on elements of project delivery. A real win-win for Jeremy and the company in the end. In situations like this, how do you manage leadership transitions in your business? Before I let you go, there are two things I'd like you to do. Firstly, if you like what you've heard, go and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud. While you're there, please leave a rating or a review because it helps others discover the show. Secondly, I want you to grab the first chapter of my internationally published book, Fit, When Talent and Intelligence Just Won't Cut It. Inside this book, you'll get a step-by-step guide on how the elite perform at their highest level. The first chapter is 100% free of charge, and you can get immediate access at warrenknorr.com slash see the science.